T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. John, good morning. Thanks uh, for joining me. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I... I just wanted to check in with you, um, talk about police, especially police morale in light of the recent primary. We, you know, within the next, um, you know, six months, we're going to learn who our next mayor is. A lot of people based on our, uh, you know, voter registration presume it'll be Democrat Sherelle Parker. But David O on the Republican side says he is a popular guy who people know, whoever that is. You know, we want to just take your pulse check as far as where Philadelphia police stand on this day. Uh, we've, we've seen the crime and the culture of crime. And quite frankly, that culture of crime, in, in my opinion, has been perpetuated by our, our DA. We've talked a lot about this. But take me through it when we think day to day, reporting on the crime, what's going on. And where you are, if you look back at the pandemic and moving forward with a little bit of hope as we bring in a new leader within the next six months. Well, I mean, that's a lot, but it is a lot. Just take the police. Uh, we're we're over a thousand down. We're you know, we're, it's the lowest that we've ever had on the Philadelphia on the rolls of the Philadelphia Police Department since I mean, forever. So I, I've been around for 30 some years and this is the worst ever. But um, you know, so with that, you're going to have all these pop-up uh, ATV gatherings. You're going to have different groups of juveniles gathering in certain parts of the area. And, um, you know, we are we do have plans for that stuff, but you know, we don't have the manpower. So, it, you know, instead of being proactive, we're sort of reactive, uh, which you know is not a good thing. Um, and coupled with you know, the cops are out there working long hours, days off are canceled. Um, it's the summertime. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of uh, details, a lot of um, things going on around the city where we have to man them, which leaves other, you know, areas, other neighborhoods that are going to be uh, lacking police. Uh, and they're already at the lowest now. So uh, the morale uh, is low. Um, they, don't, they don't feel like they have any any backing. Um, so we're hoping and, and that they get the recruitment up. I mean, they got some new people in there doing the job. Um, I think that, you know, making some tweaks to the process may attract some people. Uh, so, and, but then again, it takes 10 months to go through the academy. I mean, you can actually have a baby before you actually have a, an officer on the street. So that's insane. They need to look at the numbers there and, and, and the time that they're spending there uh, and bring that down uh, a little bit so that, you know, the community, when they call 911, feel safe and know that somebody's coming. Right now, when they're dialing 911, 
it may take a few hours for a cop to show up if they do at all. So that's uh, that. That's the you know the truth. That's being uh, very candid, um, and we're hoping for you know with the new administration that this is a priority, uh, keeping keeping the neighborhood safe and manning the police department. Um, because if people don't feel safe, they're not going to come to Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean that's the bottom line. I have friends and family who are the same because I work in you know on Market Street, twenty fourth and Market, and I'll say, oh, why don't we? You know, have lunch somewhere, and they're like, "I'm not going into the city," and right. and then and I, it, yeah, you know, and I don't blame them. I, I honestly can say I don't blame them right now until we get a handle on things, um, and and they start backing the officers. And you know, we've been screaming about the DA now for for five six years, and you know, it is what it, it is what it is. And um, you know, he's not going to change his ways. He's always thought of that. You know, thought the way he thinks now, and he thinks he's doing a good job. But it's actually the people that are out there in the communities. And people that are victims of crime, and it's not people aren't screaming. Uh, they want police, and they want a new DA. And in different neighborhoods, no, it's 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 everywhere. It's the entire city. If you see things going on, I mean, you know, there's got to be a cooperation with the community and the, and the police department, which I think it is. There is, and I think the police uh, neighborhoods and and the families in those neighborhoods want police there. There's just not enough of us to go around, and they want to know if, especially if they're a victim of a crime or a family member. That you know the laws you know going to stand up and 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 the district attorney will do his job. So um, it, it, right now it's just a it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, you say that, and I think of and I had tweeted out um, this morning. You know, the Daily Mail, which is a, a publication out of the United Kingdom, had actually put out on its site, and this is going viral internationally. Of our beautiful city, Philadelphia, we we love the city of Philadelphia, right? And and uh, I'm a resident of the city of Philadelphia. It's a beautiful city. The fact that a, a international publication is putting out pictures, in particular of Kensington, and calling it a filthy, drug infested, zombie city, and showing people it looks like a horror movie with people with open wounds, and it's and it's tragic as well. And Krasner's picture is on there. I mean, they they refer to the to the DA. What what can Philadelphia police do with that kind of situation? Well, I mean, they have to let the officers do their jobs. They can keep them streets clear. Uh, the problem is where where do you put them? There has to be a designated area um, for those folks to go to. They're addicted to drugs. Uh, you know, treatment programs don't seem to be working for a lot of them. They're doing a lot of programs with people, different groups that are out there, but to be able to have those people on the street like that, those, those individuals, but what's worse is you have people that live in that area that, that, that they have houses there, they have kids there and nobody wants to walk their kids past a group like that, going to a school bus stop or going to a school that does not teach them well. And it's not a good, it's not a good fit, you know, to see that they, we need to move that to keep that whole area clean and just come up with a plan. The city has to come up with a plan, the mayor, to put them somewhere. They used to bury them uh, under the tracks on, you know, off of Lehigh Avenue, and then Conrail took it back over, and they forced them out. So they can't keep moving them from place to place. You know, this treatment stuff, they say, it, it's a disease. Um, and once you do it, you're hooked on it until you can get them into a proper place uh, for treatment. But in the meantime, you don't want to see young kids going to school and, and community people in that area, seeing what they're seeing. It's just not fair to them. They're taxpayers, too. So we want to make sure that, uh, 
you know, they get that cleaned up and, and they got to give the police the ability to do it, to give them the green light. We can't, you know, sometimes, like I say, a hundred times a week, policing isn't pretty. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to do things that to enforce the law that may not be popular, you know, in a video reel on, on, on the news channel at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, our officers are out there doing the job and they're getting second guessed. And there's a lot of people driving desks in the city that want to second guess after they see something. Yeah, and second-guessing, I get so burned up in the Inquirer every time the Philadelphia Inquirer, our you know, publication of record, and there was one that really got me. It was a Sunday paper. I don't know. It was within the past six months, and I think they named one officer who was out on sick leave or disability or had been injured on the job. And even in their article, if you read the whole thing, what you realized was they really didn't have evidence that he wasn't injured. And in fact, even one of the people who I guess his wife had a like a some kind of a business, he had gone there at one point. But even those people, there was no real tangible evidence that he did anything wrong. It bothers me when they go to such lengths to try to have a headline that alleges... that officers are somehow, the reason we're short on officers is they're all out calling in sick. Well, that's not the case. It's And, you know, they're talking about injuries. There's, you know, and we've been working through this. We've made tweaks to our contract uh, last time around for folks to be put back uh, earlier and, and different different adjustments. But the fact is the city failed to have an administrator and doctors on the panel to be able to put people back. So, I mean, we can't go to a secretary and be put back to work. We can't go to a janitor and be put back to work as much as the city would like that. But, uh, you know, there has to be a fair process on both sides, and there wasn't a fair process. Now we're working towards that to get people back. But, again, there's problems on any side in any profession with anything. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to pick out one person, again, that's the Inquirer, a bankrupt uh, newspaper, which is trying (laughs) to sell – uh, trying to sell headlines based on a cop. And, and that's they do that all the time, half-truths. Uh, when you actually know the truth, then they don't print that. Or, you know, they'll talk about a cop who was fired uh, unjustly, you know, they and then when they're put back, you don't see any of that. You, they talk about this Facebook stuff, you know, where they, they, yes. they fired all these people. Every one of them's back. Uh, back to work as a Philadelphia police officer. Uh, until you have a social media policy in place, you can't hold people accountable. So, How you know, many- whether you like it or don't like it, so... How many officers, because I remember Zioli was still on afternoons during the Zioli show, and I remember right. reporting that, and it was all Facebook, but if you heard the headlines, it was like, oh, they did all of these yeah. things in their Facebook posts and this uh, and that. Obviously, obviously, that was wrong. So the city, as usual, is reactive instead of proactive. They do the ready, fire, aim approach, where they'll just fire a cop to, to calm the you know, to calm down the uh, the outrage. And then, you know, a year later, everybody's back to work with back pay, and it costs them a lot more money. So instead of working through positive discipline and training people and doing things that way, they just, you know, go ahead and chop their legs off, and, uh, and, and you know, we'll deal with it later. You know, you're somebody who you're from a family of law enforcement, and I remember I, I believe you have families, family members who right. you proudly congratulated, who, who graduated, you know, I wanted to end on a, somewhat of a hopeful note as we think about those who might be motivated to get into law enforcement and help protect and serve in Philadelphia. I mean, what do you say to that? Your own family members, uh, you know, have hey, become listen, police this, officers. The Philadelphia Police Department, it's a great job. 
Um, it's a great family. It's a great commodity. Uh, and I think that coming on, you have great benefits. You have, uh, you know, increases in salary. You know, we're not the suburbs. You're going to be busy. You're going to see things you never thought you would ever see. Um, I think it's a good, um, it's a good, good team to get on. And I would encourage anybody to do it. Come on board uh, and, and, and take the job and, and, and go out there and, you know, you take it to make a difference. And, um, you know, whether you, that stays in your mind five, ten years down the line, who knows. But let's, you know, let's get out there and make the city safer for everybody, you know, and, and be a part of the community. Is there a way that you can recruit um, from other police departments or get a, you know, you talk about the 10 months. Well, yeah, there there was, and now we're trying to do that with, uh, you know, we're working with the city and the administration and the uh, command staff to be able to, to take people from other departments. But, you know, it's tough yeah. to be able to take somebody. People don't want to come because of who the district attorney is right, uh, right now. Um, that's an impediment. And until we overcome that, you know, we're going to be stuck in the sand. Yeah, I hear you. Or have you met with Dave? Well, I know you know David O, but have you met, you know, since the primary with David O or Sherelle Parker? Uh, no, I have not. And, you know, David O did reach out. We uh, we will be talking to him. And uh, I expect, you know, we'll, we'll get together sometime. I know, uh, you know, Sherelle Parker's probably inundated with requests right now. We'll, we'll, we'll be, you know, plenty of time before the general. We'll be getting together with her shortly. And so have you endorsed either one of them or will you endorse either one of them? Um, yeah, I'm sure we will. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, listen, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, BS anyone or anybody. Mm-hmm. But it's almost impossible for, for David. I was as good of a guy he was as he is as community guy and councilman. I don't, I don't know if he can overcome the registration edge or the, or the power of that democratic machine to get people out and, and vote like that. But, uh, you know, I, I, I commend him for trying, and we're yeah. going to listen to his ideas, and, you know, we'll move forward and make a decision from there. Well, you've been generous with your time. I, I will say, and I've said this from the get-go, that I find it encouraging, John, that Sherelle Parker has said she's pro-police. She has said she wanted to add more officers. She's not the progressive candidate, and, you know, like they had in Chicago, she's not considered progressive. I find that encouraging. So I I hope and pray every day. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, the, you know, we we did not endorse her, and and I get I it. We, but listen, it could have been if you read between the lines, it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> so uh, you know, and, and that's not a shot at Terrell Parker. I think yes. she had a great machine out there on election day. I think uh, her organization was good. She had people backing her, good people backing her. Uh, and but you know, if you read between the lines, we we uh, we made out okay. I hear you. Well, tell me, what are you working on? What's your next as far as your fundraising? You know, you have the floor. Is there anything you want to right talk now, about? We're trying to get we're, we're trying to get folks in the on the police department, and yeah. we need we need numbers. We need people. We need we need protection in the city. Um, we have a few things coming up. Uh, you know, it's Police Month, just in the month of May, and we're just ending that now. We did a lot of remembrances, and yes. we have a street renaming this Friday for Jimmy O'Connor on Knights Road at noontime. Oh, if anybody wants to come out and uh, and uh, show Terry O'Connor and, and your support in the O'Connor family, uh, that'd be great. We also have uh, a couple of uh, fundraisers coming up for officers who um, were shot in the line of duty. Um, and that one of them is Giovanni Masonette, and that's coming up this Saturday at 7 o'clock here at the FOP if you want to come out and support him. He was shot a few months back uh, in the 19th District. 
Um, he's still recovering at home. We're going to get his spirits up and uh, his coworkers and, and his family are going to bring him out here and we'll hopefully uh, put some money in his pocket. Well, John McNesby, it's so important to follow up and remind people of those officers because sometimes, you know, we reported at the moment, but the officers, right. their families, they live with this day in and day out. Every so, day. Uh, yep. Uh, we, we appreciate uh, you bringing attention to that, Dawn, and look forward to, to working with you and, and talking with you in the future. John, thank you. John McNesby, president of FOP Lodge 5, Godspeed, and thank you so much for your time. You've been really generous with your time. We appreciate you, John. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.